Welcome, welcome to episode 22 of the Dun and Now Blading podcast. Today's guest is Gonzo, the legendary LA blader that I was lucky enough to film with a little bit back in the 2000s. He had a, a section in my video, Trash, which was Urban Decay number two. Um, Gonzo is joining us right now. He made it on. He had some trouble getting on the, the live stream, but he's here now. So I'll bring him on in one moment. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure and hit the like button, subscribe to this channel if you haven't already, and hit the bell icon to be notified of all new uploads. Thank you, everyone, for joining us in the live chat. We will be answering questions that you may have at the end of the show. I'd like to bring in Gonzo to the stream. Hello, Gonzo. What's up, man? How's it going, y'all? Great to see you. Um, you might have to speak up because your audio might sound a little low. Okay. Go ahead and let us know in the live chat if you can hear Gonzo or not. Fine. So, Gonzo, I haven't seen you in what twenty something years, right? Been a long time, man. Been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Probably like uh, two thousand. Uh, I don't know, two thousand four or something like that. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Been a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're living in LA still, born and raised, right? Yeah. Yeah. Still out here. Um, a little on the outskirts of LA now. I'm in uh, San Fernando Valley. You know, I, I, I mean, I don't really consider it LA, but I guess right. it's technically because I grew up really close to downtown in East LA. So, you know. But, but you're still repping LA. You always got the hat. You always, got the tattoo on your back. On my back, on my arm. My, I have like three LA tattoos, man. Honestly. <laughs> Sick. So. I want to get back into your history in skating. When did you start skating? And how did you get into skating? I started skating when I was like 12 years old, roughly, I believe. Um, one of my buddies that lived, lived in East LA with me, he moved to uh, West Covina, which is like San Gabriel Valley area. But um, we still like, you know, on the weekend I'll go to his house or weekend he would come to my house. And all his buddies, they, they started rollerblading, like street hockey and stuff like that. So, yeah, since I was over there and they were, all of them were on skates, I ended up getting rollerblades too. And uh, we actually went to like a played against sports and like pitched in and I got some like cheap, I don't even know what brand they were, but we got some skates for like, I think it was like $8 or 12 bucks just so I could learn how to like stand on them. And so, yeah. <laughs> and after that, it just kept going. That's really cool. So what was your first pair of aggressive skates? I guess it would be TRS where I actually like started learning how to like grind or lightning. I'm sorry, lightning. Yeah. yeah. So you started skating. What year was it about? Uh, man, I was 12 years old. So maybe like, I guess like 95, I guess. 95. So you start skating back in the day. Yeah, yeah. It was still... Like NIST was still around and all that, so it was, you know, it was a cool time. <laughs> and you grew up in that era of Southern California skating where there was a lot of really good bladers in not only L.A., but Orange County and San Diego. Yeah. Um, probably some of the best in that era lived in Southern California. And L.A. definitely had some really good skaters like Ernie Ramos and Hong Fong. Yeah. Were those guys you met early on in your skating, or how long did you know those guys? Um, I knew them as like you know locals from the area. At first, you know, I, I wasn't wasn't good enough to skate with them yet, you know. But 
every now and then I run to him at a school or something, and just I would just sit and watch them because they were just on a whole another level. Like they were just ridiculous. And even back in the day, like I remember even stories that uh, now that you know we're friends and everything now, that some like one of our mutual buddies, like even like pros that like miss, would like stop and watch them skate. Like damn, these dudes are killing it. They're like way above like you know their, their street skating is just ridiculous. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Ernie was just mind-blowingly good. And then Hong Fong could do anything, and he did it all on those Argons. <laughs> you skate, even when I started skating with him, he still skated oxygens, man. Like, I don't know how he skated those for so long. For so yeah. long. I mean, yeah, yeah. he was skating those until the 2000s. I know that. Yeah. Now, do you are you still skating today? To be honest, I haven't skated maybe, like, two years, man. Um the last time I went skating, I uh, I don't know, man. I don't know how to take it easy, so I started doing a trick. Like, oh, let me just go out, let me do a five swing, and then I just, you know, I remember how good I used to be, so I think I could still do this stuff. And I pushed myself too hard, I ended up limping around at work like all week, like <laughs> messed up my knee again, and I don't know, man. So I, I've taken it easy, you know, but um, a lot of my buddies are getting back into it, and you know, pressuring me to come back. You know, I've had Rainier. Rainier Pyramid has, has hit me up a couple times. Like, hey, man, you come back. He's he came back from like a new surgery too, so he's like he's been pushing me. Um, a couple of my buddies like Rose Gonzalez. I don't know if you know him, but uh, yeah, now they seen it starting to get pretty big again. And uh, yeah, it's cool that they're doing these like first Sunday sessions and stuff. I, I I'll probably go through to one. You know, even if I don't skate too much, I'll you know at least hang out. Yeah, it'd be cool to hang out for sure. You know, I was out there for Blading Cup uh, or last month, and I was blown away by how many skaters live in L.A. now, how many shops they have, like, just a scene there. It's kind of like a hub of skating today, Yeah, you know? It's crazy, but I think it's nickel and dime. It's actually, like, right on the other side of the freeway from where I grew up. Oh, really? Like, I was like, I can't believe there's a skate shop this close to, like, where I grew up, and I don't live out there no more. You know, I, I stopped by there one time. You know, just came in, took some stuff out, you know, hung out a little bit. Let's push cool up. Check it out. If you're in LA. That's really cool. I'll have put a link to their shop in the description below so you guys can check it out. And it's a one of a like there's several shops now in the LA area. So that's really cool that people are getting on blades and skating and getting together. I know there's a lot of people from the back in the day skating again, like we had mentioned. Um, is there anyone from your Oblivion crew that's Still skating? Are you in contact with them all still, or? I'm I'm in contact with pretty much all of them except for Ernie. Ernie, uh, you know, he, he's doing his own thing. You know, we haven't had too much contact with them. You know, we do run into him and we don't talk to him all the time. But I mean, Hong, um, my Corka, Gary Young, like most of the Oblivion guys, we're still a team. We still uh, we still all hang out. You know, we always get together like. Fourth of July is actually a big holiday. We always get together, so I'll probably see them Monday. But you know, it's all love. We're still in contact. You know, we just hang out when we can. Right. Yeah, I saw Quad Scene in New York City. Uh, I don't know, maybe like three years ago for the Bashi Pope competition. He was out there. Yeah, yeah. He's and, uh, it was good to see him. He was always a nice guy. Yeah. Good dude. Good dude. And uh, I remember first time I went to LA. I don't think you were there in the session, but I was with Lonnie Gallegos and we skated with like Ernie and Hong and those guys. Um, a, a funny thing about that, you're out there uh, filming Urban Decay, right? 
Yeah. And okay. you filmed uh, Ernie five forty off some roof at some school. Right. I was there. Oh, you were there. I was there, but I didn't know Ernie. I didn't know like you guys. So we were just across the street at the parking lot watching you guys film. That's so incredible. I was, I was there, and I was like, I bought your video because I was like, oh, Ernie and Hong are gonna be in it. And I was, I think I was like maybe like thirteen or fourteen at the time. But I was there. I seen. I seen you filming. So I met you before you met me. No. That's really cool, man. Awesome. That's such a cool story. And I'll have a. a ch I believe I have Urban Decay on YouTube. So if I do, I'll make sure and link that so people can check that out. Which had footage of Ernie and Hong from when I was in LA, and yeah. footage from San Diego and Northern California. Robert Guerrero had a section in there. Yeah, and Hong had a timber to get around. That uh -huh. he just destroyed one way. Right. And that was the first time I met Brian Bell on that trip because we stayed oh, really? with him in San Diego. Oh, okay. And uh, it was when he was filming for Wanted. Yeah. And were you in that video in Wanted? I wasn't in Wanted. No, I didn't. I didn't know Brian at that time. I didn't. Okay. That's when uh, Hong and Ernie kind of blew up in, in his videos. And then, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know Brian at that time. Like I came in during the, like the street dwellers. Okay. Uh, Brian, yeah, those were good videos too. I mean, Brian made some very awesome videos. Yeah, they, they were fun videos to watch. In that yeah. era, and you know, I'm sure most of you know Brian Bell did pass away several years ago now, but yeah. he was definitely a very, uh, you know, influential skater back in his day, and he made a lot of cool videos and repped San Diego very hard and Southern California in general, LA as well. Yeah. Uh, cool guy. Now, who else were you skating with, like, a lot back in the day, you know, outside of your Oblivion crew? Was there some other skaters in L.A., Orange County? Uh, yeah, I mean, we had a lot of, like, good skaters in L.A., like uh, Ken Lee, um, Michael Chang, um, um, Jeremy Soderbergh, uh, Craig Case, um, Connor O'Brien, definitely. Yeah. yeah. That's my Connor O'Brien. Love that dude. Um, yeah, man. I mean, there's, there was a lot of good – there was a good L.A. scene. You know, but I mean, it never really, it didn't get covered too much, really. Mm -hmm. A couple couple people come out and like, you know, get a clip or two. And then it, it was cool when Omar, Omar moved to LA, Omar Weissong. So we, we got a little more, uh, I guess, got more of the LA guys out and into videos and stuff. But, I think at that era, it was like, because San Diego, you know, had Daily Red and it was almost everyone just had to go to San Diego to get covered. You yeah. Know, you know, videos. Yeah, and then, you know, Orange County, no one was really coming to LA at that time. It wasn't too. I think like Drew Backrack came to LA. He moved to LA when he was doing like Life Plus. Yeah, that's like right. That. Then we started getting a little more like arrowheads out there. Yeah, that's when he had that gallery there in uh, Little Tokyo yeah. Treehouse, and they were doing Life Plus out of there. And that was a really good time. I like going up to LA then and hanging out with those guys. Now, yeah. Connor O'Brien is someone I interviewed on the podcast a couple issues ago or episodes ago. So yeah. I have a link to that as well. Everyone should check it out. Um, you and Connor both at the top of your game in that period, and you both had sections in Trash, which is a video I made, and you both also had like mini sections in VG23, I yeah. believe, yeah. Um, which is really cool. Being a video group, it's kind of like the you know what everybody strived to be in. It was like Daily Bread and VG back then, um, I would assume. Uh, what was the first video you were ever in? Uh, the first video I was ever in was in Street Dwellers 1. It was the first Street Dwellers. Uh, we had a, 
I guess Hong and Ernie had already filmed with Brian a little bit for that video. But, okay. uh, but Brian was like, uh, you know, getting close to finishing. He wanted to get some more footage. So we took a San Diego trip. And that's the first time I met Brian Bell. I skated um, the, was the Paradise Hills uh, ghetto park rails in San Diego. And I was just so hyped. Like, I was like, Chris Happy was there. Um, Bell, I think that Nick Wood was there, and everyone was just killing it. And I was just like a little 16 year old kid, and I was all hyped. And I did full cab Ali top one for the first time, full cab Ali push spring for the first time on those rails. And you know, Brian filmed it and he put those in the video. Yeah, yeah, you cool. destroyed those rails. I mean, your full cabs were incredible back then. Your switch ups, I mean, you were really known for your style, you had really amazing style like really good skater and i know a lot of people somebody said it uh somebody I, here's a quote somebody said i forgot who said it but said, i'll just say it everyone at one point wanted to skate like gonzo and i feel like that's I don't know you know that. there's some truth to that um, that's, wow <laughs> i don't know what to say to that man but i just you know i just had fun man i just did my thing that's it man i, I didn't try to like you know look some super, I mean, everyone tries to look stylish a little bit, man. But I never, I never like tried like really hard, you know. It, it was like, I mean, you mimic, like, I would, you know, you first start skating, you mimic skaters that you look up to, like, John Julio was a huge influence on me, you know. His style has always been good since back in the day. Uh, Louis Zamora, Abel Colbert, and, um, you know, start skating, I try to mimic their style, but I guess some of my style. So I was trying to mimic them came in. I don't know, man. You know, but I mean, that's your that's, favorite skater of all time. Tom Leo. John Leo. Yeah. Yeah. Since I was 12 years old, man. <laughs> I saw I, I got a, a video, I believe it was from Norco. It's called Better Than Drugs. It was like the first video I ever saw of Gold Better. And he had a, a section with him and uh John Starr actually at some skate park and Julio's already doing like rocket pistol in both ways. He's doing like top ass and top so both ways and like this is I just started skating and doing things with both feet already it's just ridiculous. You know, plus very stylish. <laughs> it's really cool. Now John Julio is lives in LA as well now, or in Orange County, and he's done a lot for the skating scene there. Um yeah. with them and events and everything like that. And I know back in I believe it's like twenty sixteen, you were skating a little bit more and Julio gave you a pair of skates. Um, it wasn't in 2016. I, I was, uh, I was 16 at the time. Oh, 16 at the time. I was 16. So it was probably like 2000, I believe. 2000. Okay. And, uh, I went up North for uh, a video premiere for Justin Lomax video. Mm -hmm. And we had a session at uh, Glen Cove before and, um, you know, everyone's sessioning, everyone's killing it. I sat down. It was a hot day. Sat down, leaned against the wall and John sat next to me and, uh, he saw my, I had some thrones and he saw them there kind of beat up already. And he was like, man, like your skates are pretty beat up. And I was like, yeah, you know, but you know, they're holding together, still skating. And he was like, yeah, I'll get you, I'll get you some new ones, man. Like, you know, give me your email and uh, I'll send you a little package. And I was like, okay, you know, wow, of course, man. Like that, that sounds great. You know, especially one of my idols telling me that, that he's going to do that. And he came through, he sent me a, I got, I was there. I think it was like a Saturday and like Tuesday, 
I was at home and I got a package and it had uh, Dino wheels in it. I had a fresh pair of, of Thrones, um, Runner's Project backpack. Like John just sent me in just this lovely package just to get me going. And from there I was, uh, I got flow on USD and John took care of me for a lot, man. Thank you, John. You know, John, thank you. <laughs> That's amazing. Was John uh, the person who helped you get on USD? Back then? Yeah, I, I, I got flow on USB and 5050 from that and uh Dino Wills for the, the time that I was active. Um but yeah, it started like that and you know I, I started getting more videos, more magazines. Uh, I worked with and then Scott Scott Walker with was um who's in charge of Big Dan importing that helped distribute USB here in the US. Um he actually took care of me a lot. You know, even so he would let me go work in the warehouse and <laughs> and pay me, you know, because I didn't want to get a real job yet, but I could still go there, work in the warehouse, and go skate Orange County or something after, you know. So thank you, Scott Walker, as well. But yeah, that's how I started. That's uh, John got me started in Flow for USD, and that was it. That's never, amazing. Never worked now, USD is uh, a company that you ended up becoming pro for. Yeah. Pro skate. Yeah. But, you know, you're skating the throne forever, right? Yeah. Um, and then how did you get approached to become pro for USD? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it, it happened over a long period of time. Like, you know, I was, I was amateur for them for, I was flow for a long time. I was am for a long time. And then uh, they finally, uh, I started touring with like BMAG and stuff. And they finally made me pro, Matias. Um, he, he helped me out with that a lot. And um, yeah. I got blessed. I got a pro skate, you know, thank God, you know, but <laughs> it, it wasn't a throne, but it, it was cool. <laughs> so a big question a lot of people had was the fact that you always skated the classic throne, but you got the USD 7s kind of Grykonish skate as your pro skate. Why yeah. did you get that skate instead of a throne? Was there reasons for it? I'm not sure. I, I, I asked for a throne, but they said that that's what they're going to give me, you know, so, you know, it's, it's cool. I, I got a pro skate. I, I made it to that point. Right. Finally got a pro skate. You know, I got to design it. I got the color scheme and everything on it. So, I mean, I mean, I never, I never skated it, to be honest with you. <laughs> I always stick to my thrones, but, uh, but still, it was a blessing. Thank you, USD. Appreciate it. You know, you know, no matter what, still a blessing, you know. Yeah, for sure. I probably assume that they gave it a skate because it was a new skate at the time and they wanted Maybe to market it or I don't know. Maybe. But I have no idea, really, you know. Um, but you definitely skated the shit out of Thrones. I'll tell you that much. We're the only skates I still have. And did you ever have like a pro wheel or anything like that? I had a couple actually. I had like, I think, four pro wheels from Eulogy. 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 Yeah. And Eulogy was a. It still is a really good quality wheel brand, and it's had a really good amount of skaters on there. How did you get on Eulogy? Um, Isaac, on, um, Isaac Olmans, owner of Eulogy, he actually uh, he hit me up randomly. Like I think it was on like instant messages back with it. And he he had his eye on me, I guess, and he was like, you know, you want to come over? I was like, yeah. At the time, I was like flow for Senate at the time, and I don't think you know Senate. I don't think Sonny was doing anything with me. They were, they were focused on other people. But he was like, come over, like, I'll make you am, like, right away. I was like, all right. I think I was am for like a month, and then he made me pro. That's really cool. So I, that was towards the end of Senate, anyway, right? 
I'm sorry? That was towards back when Senate was going under pretty much, right? Yeah, actually, yeah. It was around that time. Like, Kevin Gillen, I think, was the, the, the team manager for them at the time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Kevin, great dude, you know. You know, but uh, Isaac just was like, nah, man, probably had to carry this. And he did, and uh, good dude, man. I still have a good relationship with him. Um, he treated the team like we like were his sons, you know, me, Eric, Robert, at the time. We're, uh, you know, close to, close to the group at the time, man. Yeah, it's it amazing. And not many people can say they skated for Senate, which is pretty cool. And you did skate for a lot of iconic I brands. Would, I would just blow for Senate. I, I don't know if I feel like, you know, they, they've been <laughs> years. They give me some years. Modest. Um, now, another brand you rode for was Be Unique. And yeah. you're one of the first riders on Be Unique. And Be Unique was, you know, kind of a New York City brand. How did you end up getting on Be Unique? And what was it like skating for that brand? And what was your relationship with the owners and the, the team riders? Um, it was um, it was really good, man. I think I was approached by uh, my affiliate there is um, Lord Brian. I believe he's the one that, that messaged me and wanted me uh, to join. I believe the only people that weren't from New York at the time were me and Jeff Howard. So, uh, but everyone else is pretty much from New York. Alex Nunez. Um, you know, rest in peace, Alex Nunez, uh, Ramel Knight, um, Jeff, me, um, Brian Allen was from New York. I, I forget what part, but he's from the East Coast. And we were the, the first ones. They had a, they made a video. I can't even, dude, I don't remember the name of it. But they they really blew and they made 1131. 1131 was just crazy. Like the editing and the cinematography of it was amazing. So it, it was cool. It was cool working for them because for that, I actually went out for um, the IMYT in New York. USD paid for me to go out there. And then uh, the Brown brothers that own Be Unique, they wanted me to stay. So I stood for like another, I believe, week and a half or two. I just filmed out there for like two weeks with them. And it, my first time in New York, and it was it was cool. It was an amazing experience, man. It, good dudes. They make killer videos and, you know, some fashionable uh, shirts. <laughs> That's rad. Uh, that is a definitely a different city to visit than Los Angeles. Um, you know. Yeah, I would always say New York is like LA times two, man. Like it's it's just bigger and like brighter and I don't know, man. I feel like the, the fancy parts are fancier and the the hood parts are more. Right. <laughs> it, it's a cool city, man. I've I've been out there a couple times and I'm I'm grateful that I got there to be out there and see everything, you know, especially being around like the locals out there, like Billy O'Neill, you know, I mean, he lives in LA now, I believe, but, uh, you know, back out there and um, got to see like all the boroughs, like different, I've been to the Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, everywhere, you know, so it's cool to, cool to visit New York and see all that. Cool. And where did you get to travel uh, to through skating that you enjoyed the most? That was you had a lot of fun going to or just being stoked on um to be honest i think i had the most fun in poland in poland yeah we did uh i went on tour for dmag uh -huh. and we went um everywhere we went to paris we went to, to italy germany amsterdam like we were you know czech republic we were everywhere there was a dmag tour and then after that tour was done i was on tour with them for about a month and a half i believe and then 
after that, me and Ricardo Lino, he's from uh, Portugal. Mm -hmm. Me and him, only us, we went with a uh, head-on skate um, shop, the Polish uh, skate uh, shop, and uh, they did a tour. So we went on tour with them just around Poland for like, I believe, another month. And man, the Polish people are amazing, man. Like, and I had so much fun out there. Like, everyone was so welcoming, everyone was so loving. Like, it, it was just an incredible feeling. Like, you know, even with like language barriers or anything, like, you know, just, you can just feel like the great vibes. Like, the Polish people are just amazing. So, yeah, <laughs> it was a good yeah. time. For sure. I love Merrick. Actually, Poland is one of my favorite places to visit as well. I try to visit him whenever I can, which is not very often, but he was actually out here in Vermont before COVID um, and visited for today. So that was cool to see him. Yeah, Merrick's the man, man. I, I love that dude, man. He, he took care of me. Yeah. I went out there, him, um, all, all, all the dudes he had riding from for his skills. They're all great, you know. Very friendly. And he's another person who's done a lot for the sport over the years. Him and Ricardo. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good to see them all still involved. Now, as far as other videos you were in, so we mentioned the Be Unique video. What oh, Be Unique video checkmate is the one you were in. I, I was in, oh, I'm in all the videos, but I had a profile in, in checkmate. Checkmate. Yeah. And what was the, your first profile? What video was that in? Uh, it was Street Dwellers Three, I believe. Okay. Yeah, Brian. That was the last few guys made. I was the the last section in the video. Oh no, wait, maybe I wasn't. I was close to the last section. I was the second and last section. I don't know, man. But um, yeah, he Brian gave me a section in that video. Um, that was his last video, man. So I was cool right after had my first like wow, I had a section. <laughs> you know, it was uh, it was fun, man. It's cool. You know, Brian. Brian was a good dude. He uh, he, 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 he was always on the lookout for like new up, upcoming like people, you know. So he was he was always down to give like this new kid a chance. Like, oh man, he really wanted to do this rail. He really wanted to do that trick, you know. Like, mm -hmm. I'll go with you. And, um, yeah, my love for Brian, man. Love that dude, man. Rest in peace, Brian. Yeah, rest in peace, Brian, for sure. I mean, uh, very tragic. You know, he was one of the first one of the first people I met in San Diego, and he you know welcomed us to his house when we went to visit. Great yeah. guy. Um, now, other videos you were in, you, BMAG video, which was from the BMAG tour. You got yeah. a section? Yeah, and yeah. Yulji team video, and then Trash, which is a video I made, and then you had a section in it. What was it like filming for that video? Um, That was actually really fun, dude, because I know we kind of did it like, I know you wanted me in the video, but I was filming for someone else, his name's uh, CJ Miller. He was making a video and then, um, I don't know what happened where the video didn't go through. So, you know, he gave me that footage and I gave it to you. And then you were like, nah, man, I gotta film you too though. So we did a San Diego trip weekend. And I think it was from Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Like we were just spot to spot to spot to spot, just trying to get everything we can, man. And that was fun, man. That was fun, like skating under pressure like that. Like, hey, man, we got to get more footage. Like, I had a weekend. I think you told me, like, you got this weekend and that's it. <laughs> and I was like, all right, let's do it. So that was cool, man. That was fun. I got to, you know, speak on the couch for a weekend. <laughs> awesome. I, I really, you know, that video, I really enjoyed that video. A lot of people were like at the time were like a music, whatever. But 
it's kind of, in my opinion, was kind of ahead of its time with the music and everything. I, I love that video, man. I love that video. Like even like, uh, like some of my friends that you know they never really rolled it. Like some of my friends from like East LA, like they, you know, little more hood. I show them that they're like, man, why do you speak to that? Now I'm like, this is dope, man. Like, what are you talking about? This is different, man. Like, but it, it was cool, man. Like I, I, I did. I fucking love filming with you, man. That was cool. You know, um, I think more like just like, you were taking me just like, all right, drop it, drop it. <laughs> I was like. All right, fucking let's do it. Like, you know, should, should I not be cussing that much? <laughs> I mean, you know, for me at that period, I was filming, you know, every day for years. So it's like, kind of like just directing people to do tricks, I guess. <laughs> but yeah. I we knew yeah. a lot of spots. It was, was cool, man. especially like, you know, like, it was good, man. I had fun. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah That's, awesome. That's very cool. Um, I'm going to try to link some of your video sections in the description below so after we do this i'll like find them and i'll go ahead and link them they're not there right now but they will be when most of you watch this video what was your and you can be totally honest but what was your favorite video section you ever made my favorite um wow um i think we had we had a Oblivion made a video, okay, and it was called um, Untitled. That was the name of it, and uh, just during filming for that section, it was just it was just fun, man. Like I had so much fun, like with my crew, and then we were going um, up north a lot, skating with Ivan uh, Nares and uh, Victor Arias, Vinny. Um, Hong was going to school at Berkeley at the time, so he was up north, so. You know, we would go up north to film, and then the NorCal guys would come down to LA to film, and it was just, it was just a fun time. Like, it was so much, I guess, like so much positivity in our skating, and everyone was just pushing each other and like making like new friends with all the NorCal guys, which I'm, you know, still mad love. I love those guys still to this day, and um, it was just a fun time. I feel like in my life that it was just, you know, it was just love, positivity you know, all around, <laughs> you know. I don't know, man. It's cool time. The Oblivion video insiders was really good. It's actually I totally forgot about it, but yeah, I used to have it, and I really enjoyed that video because everybody in your crew was so good. You know, you were like, yeah, who do you think was like of all the crews in Southern California at that time? Who do you think was the best crew as far as had the best leaders in, in Southern California? In Southern California. I'm gonna say mine, man. <laughs> okay, and who had the second best crew? Oh, what also can well, LA definitely was my crew, but like, uh, man, um, the San Clemente guys is man, killers, man, killers. And like, it's it sucks because like I can't like we could kind of put Connor with them, and you could put Connor in LA, <laughs> you know. But uh, but he was always with those guys too, man. So um, yeah. Those the Sacramento guys, killers, man, definitely, man. I, I would go out to Sacramento. Actually, I would go out a lot with Connor, mm -hmm. with like Ian and Colin, and then uh, Mike Lee would come at the time too. Then you had the, the Santee guys that were just killing it. Like, um, there's there's just so much going on in in Southern California at that time. Like, it's so hard to say who was the best crew, but you know, much love to all the crews. But of course, I'm gonna say mine. <laughs> 
Not everybody had Hong, that's why. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, and Connor did mention that he was definitely in between the LA and the San Clemente scene for his, you know, early years of blading, which yes. is pretty good inspiration because that's a lot of different good skaters. What what do you think? Why do you think there were so many good skaters in Southern California at that time? Because I mean, everyone was like, all these crews was like some next level skating, and it wasn't like that everywhere in the country. But Southern California was like this was really good young skaters. I don't know. There's just like this boom that happened. Like I don't know. Like the first time I saw like Ian McDonald was in in uh, Street Dwellers, so Brian had already seen him. I think because. Ian was like hanging out with like Mike Leaf and like those guys. And then there was just, I don't know, there was just an explosion. Then we had like the Carson crew, there was like Rainier, Tatnasu, and then those guys coming out and it was just crazy. I think I think we we're all just competing with each other, to be honest. And we we're all just, you know, I seen this dude do this in this video, I'm gonna try to do this and try to one up or do that. Like we're all very competitive in, I guess, Southern California. I'm sure that it's like that everywhere, but um, at that time, like, I remember like watching like clips of Rainier and being like, man, I could do that, <laughs> you know. But like now, like Rainier is like one of my best friends. I love that dude, you know. And it's just constant competition, constant, and that's I think what pushed a lot of us. And then, um, yeah, I th I think also too with the change things, me skating with Connor. Connor made me think of skating differently. Cause I would I would skate with, you know, skating with Hong and Ernie, you go to a rail and it's like, well, soul, top soul. And you, you're just going through your trick list. And that's great because you get consistent and you, you know, you don't miss as much, you know, just like any, any pro athlete, you know, like Kobe didn't make a three point and just be like, okay, I'm good. I can do that. You know, constant work, 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 work. So that's what I learned with, skating with like Hong and Ernie, but uh, skating with Connor, Connor always had an idea of what he wanted to do. But I'm gonna pick you up, we're gonna go to this school, I wanna do this specifically on this rail, I'm gonna do this specifically on this, and like, I never skated like that. And then because of that, it made me change my mentality, but it actually helped me later, like filming for stuff, planning, like, I wanna do this, this trick at this place, do this at that place. So I think that actually helped elevate, to, elevate me at, at least for the competition of, dealing with all the other SoCal crews and stuff. <laughs> That's a really interesting um, concept. It's also something that I've done, you know, with filming, like, you know, I make the lists of places to go and tricks for people to do, but making that list and like achieving them is a good goal and helps you get better now. Definitely. What trick did you struggle the most to learn? Was there any trick that like you had the hardest time getting down um yeah um i'm not i'm not good with savannas man i can't do savannas too good to be honest with you um can't do it like uh true top asses were really hard for me just top asses in general because i'm uh what is it in your feet going okay. i don't know my, my feet kind of angle in that's why i was good at point though yeah, okay. Like, to do like sweat stances and stuff like that where my feet have to be out. Uh -huh. like, and it was like a, like a struggle. Like, it was unnatural for me. It's like pigeon footage, I think. Yeah, 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 I'm pigeon footed. That's why point stars are just like, yeah, natural. I could just do these. You know, but like, I could do time grinds and sweat stances just felt weird. 
you know, I could do them. I mean, I don't know if I need more, but I was able to do them, you know, but they, they just felt awkward to me because mm-hmm. of the way my feet are. So that, that was my trick to point stars. I, had a, I was born to do them. <laughs> was there any, like, spot in L.A. or Southern California that you could never conquer? Is there, like, a nemesis spot? Or did you pretty much lace every spot you want to skate? Um, let me think, man. That one's, that's a good question. Um, I know I have unfinished business with stuff that I didn't get to finish. Um, can't think of it. Can't think of it right now. But it's definitely going to be a spot like on like I wanted to do this there and I couldn't get it done for some reason. Um, oh, uh, Pasadena City College. There's a long curve rail and I was trying to 270 top sold that thing for like probably two and a half hours training for VG23. In the, in the out credits of VG23, you see me lock it, I get all the way to the bottom and when I land, I slip out and I just like yell. And I was I was trying so hard to do that for like two and a half hours, man. So I was like, I'm sorry, Dave, I'm wasting your time. Good, you know, they're saying I was like, I'm sorry, man. Like, so I mean, yeah, it was, that one's like, I'm sure, there. I'm sure there's more, you know, but that one's just the first one that popped in my head. You know what I mean? Now, what was the first rail you ever did? Do you remember? I know where this, this question came from. It came from my partner, my friend. He's from Oblivion. He says it's my first rail. It wasn't my first rail. I've done rails before, but he's talking about the first time, I guess, uh, I saw him and Hong and Ernie at, a, at some schools called San Marino High School, and they were killing it. And I, I did an alley porn star on it. Like first time I ever did an alley porn star on a rail. Like I was, and I landed, and I slipped out. But my friends were so hyped that I did it. They're like, yeah, like cheering for me. And like after that, I was like, I'm good. Like you know, it felt like I did it. I'm just gonna watch these guys skate. So he always makes fun of me and is like, dude, like your friends picked you up and carried you off. <laughs> he was like, it was funny. You know, I was just a little kid and. Yeah, so that's that's my friend clowning me, Mike. You got your little fame right now. <laughs> and you you prefer skating rails or ledges? Don't matter. I love Doesn't them both. Matter. I love them both. I, I would always tell people you skate a skate a ledge like a rail and skate a, a rail like a ledge, man. Like doesn't matter if it's a rail, you got to top set. You know, skate a ledge, get on top, man. But no rolling, stay on top. Like I don't know. That was my, my little philosophy, man. I tell people, but no matter, I love them both, man. And what's your favorite trick? What's your favorite trick to do? My favorite trick of all time mm-hmm. is I guess I think the, the best feeling I get is misfit. I don't know why. Like, I know I'm not in a lot of videos doing misfits, but I love the way they feel. Like, I love how they look. And um, yeah, misfit, misfit. That and Ali Fishman. Ali Fishman is a good one. What skates, I know you haven't skated in about two years, but what's your last skate setup you had? I, I still have Thrones. I still, still have Thrones. Thrones, classic Thrones. Yeah. I have actually I have a pair, and I have a brand new pair that's just waiting you know, for me to bust them out one day. So you saw that Mesmer it has the classic Throne boot now. Really? Really? Yeah, Mesmer skates. They use a classic Throne. Um, yeah, that's awesome. You should talk to uh, Billy O'Neill. See if he can uh, hook you up with a set because he's in LA. You know, John Bleedham and O'Neill do Mesmer out of LA. I, I'd rather buy it. 
support him. I'm not, I'm not going to buy him, but that's, cool. see him. <laughs> that's cool, man. I didn't know that. And of all the tricks you've done, what was the most challenging? Do you remember? Was there like something that was really difficult? Um, I mean, when I was playing VG23, like, I had to do a checklist because I had, like, I only had Dave Payne on Sundays, one Sunday every week. So I had to have a checklist. This is where me staying with Connor came in. Um, and uh, I felt like every Sunday was like, I got to really push myself. I got to really focus on this. Um, my ender trick in that in that video was one that I was scared of and I was hyped to do. And I, you know, luckily I got it done in like, I think it was like three tries or something like that. But yeah, that was, that was scary. <laughs> you know, so it, it was, but yeah, there's, I mean, I mean, check it. Check VG23 Mander, man. I, I, I'll be popcorn to ledge and I just drop. You just drop and drop. Man. Yeah, it's cool, man. Is there a favorite trick you've ever done? My favorite trick? Um, I think one of the most excited I was is when I did Hurricane Topsail for the first time filming with you for DB5. It was the first time I ever did Hurricane Topsail, and I was so juiced on it. And fucking Connor did it for the first time, too, that day. So me and Connor both did it for the first time that day. We were talking about it the whole way to San Diego to go film with you, and we ended up both doing it that day, you know. But he was a lot better at that trick than me. I've only done it on, like, I think, like, four rails. He's done it on countless stuff. That was, yeah, that was a lot of fun, you and Connor going down for that video. Um Really stoked that you both had sections in that. Now, what you also did like a lot of Cestide combos, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you? Uh, what was the uh, like? I liked doing Cestides back then. Um, you, what's? Tell me about your Cestide stories. Like, how'd you get into enjoying them and do combos? And well, you know, the first time I saw it was Robert Lovano. He did the back rail. You know, set slide to back rail, and I was like, "Whoa, like that's crazy! Like I've never seen anything like that." So, of course, you see somebody do something like that, you're gonna try it. Everyone's probably started trying it, and then I just started just trying different stuff. Like you know, I could do soul grind and kind of like shuffle into back farms. So if I if I could do that, why can't I do soul grind shuffle into true top soul? You know, and then I just kept having fun with it and just kept trying new stuff and like, yeah, man, I I used I love doing all the, the set slide combos and into transitions and stuff. My favorite was my doing soul to true top soul. I, I just, it, I loved it. it. I thought it looked smooth. So that's, I love doing that one. <laughs> Rad. Now, I'm pretty sure that you skated flat most of your skating career, right? My whole career. Um, why do you prefer flat over any rocker? Um, I don't know. I, I feel like, you know, I could go faster, spin better. Um, I started skating flat. I, I had a pair of Daytonas, I think, man. And that's when you could, like, kind of move the spacers a little wider or something. So I bought, like, I think they were, like, 52 or 53 millimeter wheels. And I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, and at that time, me and my friends, I don't know if it's cars or anything like that. And, you know, my friends are struggling going up hills. And I'm like, yeah, this is a little easier. I, I was able to go downhills, bomb faster. And then, like, 
I was like, nah, four wheels is the best. And, and after that, I just, I never went back. I never went back to Antel. And what size wheel did you usually skate? Like 54, 55. I think like all my pro wheels were about like, I think maybe the biggest was like 56 and then down to like 54 or something. 54, like, I know you guys got like a lot of like big wheels, like flat technology, man. And then, but yeah, they were, I always skated like small wheels because I skated flat. So did you never skate like a 60 ever? No, never, never, never. But I, I, you need to get on, uh, you need to try some of the new flat setups where you got like 60s and like 72s. Yeah, I see, flat, man. I see, I see, I see you, you rolling those and that's crazy, man. I was like, this is crazy. They didn't have this technology. I was telling one of my buddies, uh, my buddy George, and I was like, they didn't have all that when I was still skating, man. I was like, you guys are spoiled, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I mean, they're nice because you can go fast. Yeah. And yeah. you can get speed. And, and you can also commute a little bit. I mean, I'm sure, you know, you grew up in the 90s, so you probably skated from spot to spot back yeah. then. No, yeah. never? Yeah. We did spot to spot skating. It was miserable on any rock setups or just like, you know, little wheels. So the new skates are definitely better for that. Uh, do you keep up with skating today? Do you keep up with the skaters? To... Um, yeah, yeah, they're still, they're still like, I mean, a lot of my, a lot of my buddies are, are getting back into it and they're still skating. I still, you know, watch like, um, like a lot, like Jeremy Soderberg, a lot of the LA guys, I, I'm, you know, I'm still cool with, I still watch all their stuff. And then there's other skaters like, um, Carlos Bernal, um, Richie Eisler, which has always been incredible. Um, I mean, there's a lot of good skaters out there that are still skating, like, I guess the way, like, I was brought up skating, you know, like, I, <laughs> you know, there's still a lot of guys out there killing it, and I, st I still watch them, I pay attention, you know, and, um, yeah, probably, I'm trying to, uh, uh, Eugene Enen, is that how you say his name, Eugene? Uh, Oigen Enen. Oigen Enen, yeah, yeah. He's monster. monster. He's really good. Yeah, yeah I love I love watching his his skating, man. Like, you know, and then um, yeah, man. There's still there's still a lot of guys out there killing it. You know, Dimitri's coming back. Like Demetrius, he's fucking killing it. You know, <laughs> so it, it's it's cool, man. Like I still watch everything, you know. But I just I haven't been out there. You know, I haven't been out yeah. there. You know, but this this uproar coming right here in LA is definitely. Push me like, eh, let me get out there a little bit. Let's do like, you know, a royale, just go around, you know, whatever. You know, just if, if anything for the community, just to like be around, you know, everyone that I used to stay with and like, you know, you know, you know, family, you know, it's just fun. It's just fun to see them and talk and, and yeah, you know, how to, you know 99% of them are really cool, you know, like, yeah, yeah. And um, I wanted to ask you if back when you were skating, and you know, Daily Red was around, and there was photographers. And what was the first photo you ever had in a magazine? It was in Daily Bread, actually. Um, and Keith Wilson was the one that uh, that took the photo. He came to LA to. He was supposed to do a profile, I think, on Ernie. And uh, I don't know. I guess Ernie wasn't feeling it. He wasn't skating at the time. I was just skating, doing my thing, and he started taking pictures of me, and then. He was like, hey, can you stand here? Like, let me get like a little profile shot of you. And I was like, oh shit, like, what the fuck? Am I gonna be featured in the fucking magazine? And then uh, he had me, we went out to San Diego and he filmed me out there too. A couple, well, not film, a couple photos out there. And 
I heard I was I think 16 at the time or 15, and uh, I got a little you know little two two page spread on Daily Bread and you know it was cool man like I was I was super excited for that. Awesome. Sorry, I got hit the wrong button to get back into the chat. What is there something in like what were you the most proud of achieving during your time skating? Um, the most proud, um, man, maybe just being able to travel, man. Like, you know, I was, you know, lower income kid from East LA, and uh, never thought I'd, you know, leave the city, leave the state, and I got to go all over the world, man. Just, you know, because something I was able to do because I was good at something, you know, and uh, that to me is, I guess. What I felt like I'm more the most prideful about about my skating is, um, yeah, I got to got to see things and do things and travel and do all that that you know most kids from my block will probably never do, man. So you know, it's 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 humbling like to be like, wow, I, I actually I did that. <laughs> That's amazing. So, what was it like growing up where you grew up? Um, I mean, it, it, it was normal to me, man. You know, it's just like any other hood. Like, I, you know, get into fights and you know stuff like that. But I mean, you grow up there, it doesn't it doesn't seem like weird, like you know, gang activity and stuff like that. You know, you see some wild stuff, but you get kind of, I guess, um, desensitized to it. If that makes sense. You know, but uh, it was. It, I didn't. You know, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. You know, I, I skating helped. You know, helped me a lot. I kept away from a lot of stuff because of that. You know, and thank God for for rolling for that. You know, but um, yeah. You know, lucky. You know, some of my friends growing up, they they didn't uh, get to you know make it out. <laughs> if that makes sense, yeah. So you know. Yeah, well, that's really rad that you made it out of the city and wherever tour and travel the world. Did you have uh, any like culture shock during your first like going to Europe for the first time or? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. No, um, because of skating, like even before I went to Europe, there was already like people that I met from other countries. Like, um, uh, what was his name? I believe uh, Nicholas Bellini. Is that his name? From France? Yeah, Bellini. He used to yeah. skate remedies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came down. He came down, and I, I, I went on like a little NorCal trip with him, Kato, and B-Bell. So I was already being introduced to like people from other countries. You know, um, I had some dudes from um, Amsterdam. They came down before. Um, who else? Uh, Tom Portis from from the UK, he came down. So like you get to meet like people from like everywhere, just being involved with world and you like, you always meet somebody, everyone, there's always somebody here from like somewhere else or either in San Diego or in LA or like, you know, so you, I was already meeting like a lot of people. And it's, it, that's one of the things that uh, is, was was definitely a blessing being in World Bay is you meet so many diverse people and, uh, but, 
no matter the language or whatever, we we're all the same people, man. I remember being on tour in Poland and um, this couple that was with us on the tour, they were fighting and all this. And I was like, hey, man, like, this ain't that serious. You guys are together, man. Like, you know, like my significant other is fucking miles away from me right now, <laughs> you know? So like, whatever, this is nothing. Like, I was like, it doesn't matter. We're all, the, we all have the same problems, the same issues, no matter what, no matter what color, no region or country, like, you always, it's all the same stuff, man. So, <laughs> is there anywhere you wanted to go for skating that you never were able to visit? Japan. Japan. Without a doubt, Japan. I didn't even have to think about that one. Man. <laughs> I always wanted to go to Japan, man. Like, it just seemed like all the rails there are just amazing. Like, uh, I think a Solomon video when they're in Japan. And like seems like Chiapito and like I was like dude, Japan just looks amazing. Like always wanted to go to Japan. Yeah, Japan. We went there. I was lucky enough to go there on a Razors tour with Robert Levanos and oh, yeah. Elliot. And it was cool. The rails, I will say almost every rail we went to was aluminum and they had really hard time skating them. Oh but yeah. The ledges were all really rad. And the people were just super nice, you know. Yeah. All always, the skaters yeah. were nice and they were honest. Um, I remember we played. We went. We were supposed to throw out products like razors products at a contest, and it was raining. And the guy's like, "No, do rock paper scissors." And I'm like, "I'm not gonna do rock paper scissors with like 300 kids, you know? Like nobody would sit down." But yeah. like seven times to get like the winner because they were all so honest, which I've <laughs> never seen that before, ever. Um, now, there's a story that I found find quite interesting. I want to hear from you. After watching FOR, Future Role Waiting, you almost quit skating. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, I think I was like, like 13 or 12 when that came out. And, um, dude, like, I, I watched the intro and I was like, like, wow, dude, like, these guys are like so ahead of me. Like, and I was like, I'm never gonna catch up. I'm never gonna catch up to them. Like, there's no point of, even skating, <laughs> like, like it was it was weird that I got that feeling from watching an intro. Like I was just like, no, I'm never gonna get there. Like, there's no point. <laughs> but I don't I don't know why I got that feeling. It's it's a weird thing. I don't know, man. You know, but it was cool that I ended up being in one of the, the future rovings. I was in future roving three. Yeah, so, that's awesome. I'm glad you you didn't follow your feeling because. At the time without you, <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> but that is funny. Um, and do you have any, let me see. Is there, oh, uh, that's one thing. Is there any, any skaters that you wanted to skate with that you never had a chance to? Rich Eisler. Rich Eisler was supposed to be on tour with me and Ricardo Lino for that Polish story on, uh, he was supposed to be on the BMAC tour with us and then go with the Polish tour too. Um, he, I guess he tried a gap and he hit his head and there was, a, I guess, swelling. And he wasn't able to travel because of the, the pressure to his head. And so he didn't make the tour. And uh, that was one dude I was actually really excited to skate with. He's such a phenomenal skater. You know, and I was, I, you know, wanted to see if I could go tip for tap with him. But I mean, obviously, I don't, I don't think I can, but... 
but he he was uh, at least could push me, teach me some stuff, and uh, yeah, I, I really wanted to, to skate with him, and I was, I was pretty bummed that he didn't get to get to the tour, you know. So, Rich Eisler, you won, man. <laughs> Richie's still an amazing skater today. Yeah, incredible. incredible. He's just like continuously progressed throughout his career, and Richie's someone that used to come to San Diego quite a bit back in the early 2000s because yeah. his father was a pilot, so he got to fly for free. So oh, I didn't, I didn't he would either. stay with me in San Diego, you know, during the 2000 to 2003 era occasionally. Um, we didn't actually film a lot, but we did film a little bit, And but he was there for a lot of old yeah. sessions from like videos and stuff. Richie reminded me of uh, a Harlem Ernie, man. Because he does everything both ways, everything. So that's the way Hong and them just try to push on to me. So, you know, I expect that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd love, I'd love to get Hong on the show. That, 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 would, a chance that? that would be cool, man. Like, I'll, I can ask him. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Hong's a. You know, just like he always uses, he's a quiet dude. Yeah, well, see, see what he says. You can you can have him watch this one and see how mellow it is. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I know you. I want to go back to a couple of your travels. One thing I didn't know is that you spent some time in Houston, and yeah, that you killed yeah. the U of H rails in one day. Day, and if you don't know the U of U of H rails in Houston, they're these really awesome, kind of mellow stair rails that Chris yeah. Fleener. John Farmer and Jason Howard used to skate all the time, and it's, it's pretty perfect, man. The only thing is, it's rocky run up, like the the it's like kind of like not gravel, but uh, it's just rocky, like it's not smooth cement. But those rails are pretty perfect. Yeah, I went out there for I think I spent like almost a month out there. Um, I was skating with uh, William Kennedy. I don't know if you know him. Um. But yeah, we went to the U of H rails and they, they just, wow, they were perfect. So I, I went all out and I tried to do as much as I could there. And um, I don't know where any of that footage is. I don't know if anyone took pictures of that, but I, I just skated. And if somebody brought that up, somebody was there. So I don't, I don't know where they saw that. Yeah, he said he had the, the video on, he digitized on DVD. So. I'll see if I can get him to put it on the interwebs for okay. you to see. I mean, um, I would love yeah. to see that footage. I don't, think, I, I don't think I've ever seen that footage. I just, yeah. I've never seen it. He said it was in some like video magazine or something that came out in that time. What, what year was that about? Do you remember? Uh, probably uh, maybe like 99 or uh, 98, maybe 2000. I'm, Around there, like okay, so that's when I was still living in Austin. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I moved to San Diego December '99, so you were in Texas when I was. Because um, Will Kennedy, I met Will at '95 NIS. He was like a little tiny kid, like really, really small. Yeah. He's still around, you know. Back then, um, did you get to skate with Chris Fleener? I never got to skate with Chris Fleener. Um, I remember him in your video in uh, Eleven K. I remember him. Um, I never got a chance to skate with him. I skated with uh, I skated with Mikey Uger actually when I was out there at that time. Oh, cool. Um, 
I skated with Will pretty much like the whole time I was out there. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Will still skates, you know, he's still doing it. Yeah, I love Will, man. What's up? Shout out, Will. What's going on, man? <laughs> That's really cool. And then someone else mentioned that you had to spend some time in Minnesota. What did you go up there for? Um, Just to go. We were actually, uh, me and Jeff Howard were talking, you know, we were both on Be Unique, and then uh, he was like, you should come to Minnesota, come skate. I always wanted to go out there. Um, seen uh, like a lot of the, like, the um, it was like old sections of like Chris Farmer, like that were online before like Farmer hit like VG and all that. I like Minnesota videos and I was like dude like all the rails and everything out there looks incredible and uh, Jeff Howard was like you should just come out you know come out we'll film and then there's a comp there was a competition in in Wisconsin like that was going to be around that time so um, me and my buddy uh, Angel Guevara he we went out there and we stood with Jeff Howard at his house or his parents house and we're out there I think for like three weeks or so we ended up you know, traveling to Wisconsin for the competition too. And uh, it was fun, man. All the, all the Minnesota guys are incredible, good, good dudes, man. Like had a lot of fun out there with those guys, man. Incredible spots that they got out there. And uh, it was a good time, man. And, you know, shout out to Jeff and his family. Thank you for hosting me, you know, but it was a good time out there, man. Mosquitoes are terrible, but, <laughs> but other than that, Minnesota is fucking beautiful, man. I dealt with miserable mosquitoes today. My girlfriend and I went mountain biking on some trails by my house, and we had like 20 mosquitoes in each arm. Wow, yeah. It's terrible. terrible. Mosquitoes in I remember we were skating some rail, and I'm like, they, they, they bit through my, my veins, man. Like, how do you go to the gym? <laughs> like, I didn't understand it. Like, these mosquitoes are on another level, and like, I don't get it. Yeah, I definitely, uh, you know, I li lived in Texas, you got a lot of mosquitoes, but out here in Vermont, mosquitoes and the black flies terrible uh they really suck now um where are we at here now first as far as la goes do you plan on living in the southern california the rest of your life or is there anywhere else you've dreamt well, of moving yeah i think i'm gonna be here pretty much for the rest of my life if i do i think maybe want to retire and like you know my kids are growing up and i could uh take off, you know, maybe go, I don't know, like Colorado is beautiful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've always, I've never been to Colorado. I've always wanted to go, you know, I'm, I'm digging more of like the, I guess more of like nature. I've been around like city life my whole life, you know, so maybe a little nature life would be nice, but that, you know, that'll be way later in life, but, you know, finally retired from it. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm living nature life. I live, you know, very rural Vermont. Uh, yeah. Very few people. Uh, lots of outdoor activities, and it's nice. It's relaxing. It's uh, there's, yeah. Surprisingly, there's not a lot of people, and there's there's so much work, and they can't get anybody to do anything out here. So, if you do like construction stuff, it's like if you want people to do work, you know, you gotta. It's gonna take a year, year and a half to get anybody to your house to do anything. So that kind of sucks. Um, now, what do you do for work? What do you do today? What's your career? I'm a, I'm a union architectural street metal worker. Um, construction, you know, construction. Uh, work with metal all day. Um, a lot of like waterproofing, like gutters, downspouts, and stuff like that. Just 
regular waterproofing, but then we also do some cool stuff like, um, you know, if you're familiar how Staple Center or Staple Center looks, how it's like, looks like there's like metal, like all around it, metal panels, you do a lot of that too. So a lot of show metal, like, um, you know, it's it's cool. I get to go back to a job and be like, you know, see all those metal panels and all that stuff. Like I did that, <laughs> you know, so right. I, I get to see my work, you know. So. Yeah. It's going to last for a long time. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, a lot of it will be around after you're, and we are all gone. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's cool, man. Good work. Um, union. Um, Ernie Villarino actually pushed me a lot to get into the union and be a union dude. He's in the uh, carpenter, carpenter union. Okay. And uh, Ernie, he's a you know big influence man. I, I talked to him a lot. And um, he taught me through my, you know, I guess my union journey, I guess. <laughs> cool. Well, that's really cool that you're still in touch with those guys and you guys can help each other out. And, yeah. and then you have a family. You have a bunch of kids. Um, what's that like? What's being a dad like? Um, It's... It's it's great, man. You know, honestly, like um, my kids are incredible, man. Like it it's such a blessing to see like them reach like new heights of their of their journey in life, and um, you know I'm I'm blessed to be able to be here and see it, man. Like you know I'm just pretty much my main focus right now is just work and my family. I'm just trying to make sure like you know my my kids are taken care of, my wife is is good, and like you know I just. It's pretty much my life right now, man. Just work and my family. That's that's what I do, man. <laughs> and have your kids seen your old skate sections? Yeah, they've they've all seen it and uh, they trip out. Like the first the first time they see it, they're like, "Oh man, like, it's crazy." And then you know now they're like, "Yeah, we know you used to skate. It doesn't matter." <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I mean, my my youngest son, he still is like, "Wow." You know, but my older kids are like, we know, we know, we used to do that, you know. Have any of them tried to skate? Um, I've bought them rollerblades, but they don't do it. <laughs> I don't know why, man. <laughs> I'm like, come on, let's go. They're like, eh. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Maybe one of them one day. Maybe my youngest son, he might. We'll see. Well, maybe he'll get you back on blades. Yeah, yeah, cruise around. We'll see. Now, growing up, I know you're known for your street skating. Did you skate a lot of skate parks, or were you strictly street? I didn't skate that many skate parks, to be honest. There wasn't a there wasn't that many skate parks like in LA in my area. Um, I didn't start skating skate parks really to like maybe like I don't know, like the last five years of my career professionally, because they started making like cement parks in LA. So, or like you know, San Gabriel Valley and stuff like that. So then I was able to like. Okay, like let's get. Other than that, I was just like competitions, man. Like any competition that had a ramp, I was winging it. <laughs> I was just like, I don't really know how to ride this shit, you know. But um, like near the near the end, yeah, I started learning how to skate a little skate park and stuff. But there wasn't really anything in LA. Now they're all over, man. Cement parks are everywhere. Yeah, it's insane how many skate parks there are. Um, that's how it was in Austin. You know, there was like no parks growing up there, and now they've got like fifteen coffee parks. Yeah, they're everywhere, man. And they're huge and they're fun and it would have been really nice to have them growing up, you know? Yeah, so yeah. So they're blessed with that. Definitely. And did you ever skate any contests, any street comps or anything like that? Um, I'm YTAs with my – I love skating on YTAs. The first street comp I ever 
actually the first competition I think I ever skated was the IMYTA. It was the, the ESCO IMYTA. Um, that's when John had just put me on flow for USD and everything. And uh, he invited me out. So I was like, all right, I went out, skated. I didn't think I was going to make it, you know, past the first round. I made it to the second round. I didn't make it to the last round. But then uh, I went out to some the San Jose IMYTAs too. No, I made it to New York IMYTA. The San Jose ones were great, man. Like the last San Jose IMYTA, um, I felt like really brought out a lot of me. I was skating against Chad Sands, man, and that dude was just killing it, man. It was like he was he was pushing me, so I was like, I started like, I don't know, man. Like I felt like every trick was just landing, every trick was just clicking. So I mean, you go against. A monster like that dude and then um i skated at the at the two la imytas too the one in ucla um i got to the finals me and hong actually got to the finals it was it was cool to be in the finals with like one of my best friends you know that's my brother and uh yeah we we got beat up man <laughs> we were killing ourselves at that competition i remember going to the parking lot after and like me and Hong both had our shirts off and our backs were all scraped up and, you know, trying to fucking, you know, do anything we can. Uh, Chris Affey actually, I think, won that that competition well-deserved. He, he did, like, gap to misfit to, like, three-out gap. And that was, that was dope as hell, man. But um, that that was a really memorable one. But that one, because I was I was right next to, to one of my best friends and we were both hurt and, all right, let's keep going. <laughs> You know, so that was a great one, man. And IMITs were the best. Yeah, those competitions were really cool. I was lucky enough to attend a fair share of those. And the skating that went down at those events was just yeah. mind-blowing, you know. Um, it, was, it was at that period of skating. It was like hammer skating. So it was like everybody was going off. It was yeah. going crazy. Yeah. Uh, so I have a few more questions for you, but for everyone watching this right now in the live chat, we will be answering some questions that you have. So if you have questions for Gonzo, go ahead and start posting them in the live chat and we will address those shortly. I want to let everyone know that you can follow Gonzo on Instagram if you want. Is that cool if they follow you on Instagram, Gonzo? Yeah, that's fine. So Gonzo's Instagram, if you want to follow him, see his journey through life, maybe he'll go back on Blades, maybe not, but he's still a cool guy. You should follow him. <laughs> <laughs> and you can also follow Ben and Al Blading on Instagram. And you'll see when I have new videos and new content. And I have links to all the social media in the description below. I also have merchandise available that you can check out at the website. So I have really one last question for you. Actually, no, I take that back. I have a few more questions. I want to ask you about your Oblivion tattoo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I know you see it. Oh, it's right there. Yeah, well, I'm the only one from Oblivion with a tattoo that says Oblivion. Now, every time I hang out with those dudes, I always am like, man, when are you guys going to get one, too? <laughs> um, trying to push these guys, but they don't want to. But yeah, I, I, I had to. I had to get it, man. Um, some of the best years of my life with, you know, with my 
Oblivion crew, my my friends, my brothers, you know, and they're they're still they're still my brothers, they're still my friends. You know, I they've they've been a huge part of my life and uh you know, without them I wouldn't have ever made it as far as I did in Roller Betty. So shout out to my crew, Oblivion. I love you guys, man. Awesome. And you have a lot of tattoos. What was the first one you got? How old were you? First tattoo I ever got, I was 18. And uh, it was um, on this arm. And it's covered up now. Um, it was some Chinese letters that I had saw online that it, it meant Gonzo, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> I think I think in like VG18, you could see that I have it. Not VG18, uh, VG23, uh, yeah. You can see I have it, but uh, I got it covered up because I am I was like, I'm not sure if it really means that. So it's gone now. <laughs> Did you ever find out what it meant? Uh, to this day, I, I still think it meant Gonzo, but I'm not sure. I never met anyone that could translate it, so. <laughs> That's funny. Now, is there any stories from your skating career or from – City Terrace that have stuck in your mind that you go back and think about from time to time. Um, man, I got I got stories from I got a lot of stories from from City Terrace where I grew up. City Terrace, East LA. I've seen some wild stuff out there, man. Uh, skating, yeah, always some lot of stories. I don't know, man. <laughs> like one story that's like hitting me right now that like it, it's it's kind of jacked up, man. Like I was, uh, I had some people arguing outside, and like the way like my mom's house was built, it's like it's like up a hill, so you look down to the street, and uh, I had some people arguing, and like I looked out the window, and then I saw some dude, you know, this is this is jacked up, man. Some dude was like he grabbed, I guess he grabbed his girlfriend's head, and he was like hitting her head <laughs> against the steering wheel. And it's like it was like fucked up because it kept every time it hit her head, it was like bang, bang, bang. so I'm like I'm like hearing this like up the hill, you know. I think I was like 17 at the time, 16 at the time. I was like, this is jacked up, man. I d I don't know why it's like it's funny, but it's not it's not funny. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I don't know, man. There's a lot of watch that happen these days, yeah. Yeah, that's uh definitely a craziest thing to see happen. Yeah. Did anybody do anything about it? Yeah, actually, yeah. Some dude that lived at the apartment across the street, he came down and he grabbed the dude on and actually beat his ass. <laughs> so, I mean, that, yeah, shit like that happens, but then if it gets seen, it's not really fucking tolerated too much, man. You know, it's still a hood, man. You still, get, you still gotta act right. Plus, that's bringing attention to the block, and yeah, can't have cops around. <laughs> And is there any skating stories that have you know, stuck in your mind for throughout the years? Skating, man, I, there's a lot, man. There's a lot, man. It's hard to it's hard to like just pinpoint on like one. Um, I don't know, man. I just I've I've had so many like good times around around so many like different people like from all over, man. Like show me show me some videos. It's always like the best ones. You know, I uh, filmed for, I believe it was High Speed 3. And like Austin Paz was was in NorCal, me. Uh, and we just, we had a blast for me for that. With him and Vinny and everybody. Like, you know, I, it's, 
it's really hard just to pinpoint anything. Like I've had so much, so many good times, so many stories that I could tell. You know, it's it's just it's hard to pinpoint one. You know what I mean? No, I totally feel you in that. The same thing. If you ask me that same question, it's okay. very hard. I have to give have probably have a couple of days to think about it. Yeah. Um, now, my last question for you is. What is it that you loved or love about skating so much that you spent over half your life doing it? Um, that that skating was about it was about you, you know. You pushed yourself as much as you wanted. You improved as much as you wanted. It wasn't like a team sport where um, where uh, you're playing a role to help out somebody else. Like in skating, it's it's. You know, I'm not going to say selfish, but it's just about self-improvement. Like, you're pushing yourself to get better. You're pushing yourself to an, another limit. You know, maybe you never thought you would get here, but now, you know, you go and you try that trick and you did it. You know, and that I think that translates into other aspects of your life. You know, um, if, you, if you truly believe in yourself and put in the time and the effort, then then you could, you could achieve anything you want, man. Like, to be honest, and as cliche as that sounds, you know, but I mean, you could see it with like certain people that that were role players that look like Connor, Vinny, uh, Rashard. They they've taken like parts of role betting and and made it into a career, into something outside of role betting. You know, and that's uh, that's it's incredible, man. It's it's beautiful, and um, yeah, man, it's everything was all self improvement. You know, it's a beautiful sport. That's. Uh... You know, blessed to be part of it for so long. Uh, for me, it's really, you know, the people in it. They're just, yeah. it's a one big family uh, and friends I've had for, you know, 25, 30 years now. Yeah, you know, I've, 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 you know, my, I've met my, my other family through Road Better Man, like, you know, um, my crews and, like, uh, my friends that I've met here, like, through, through Road Better and connections like they, they're always with me and i'm forever thankful to all of them and it's beautiful to still have that man to be able to share that with somebody you know 100 percent. so it's gonna be our question and answer time i do want to i guess i'll ask you is there anything that you want to talk about that, that or bring up that we didn't talk about um no 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 i think you got pretty good I mean, the plan for this pretty good, John. <laughs> pretty good overview of your, your career. So yeah. if anyone in the live chat has questions for Gonzo on his skating, about his life, about, you know, his history in the sport, go ahead and start posting those in the live chat. I'm going to start going through and seeing what people said while we were doing the interview. Uh, first one is, oh, my God, Gonzo, the sickest P-Stars ever. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna deny that. And then another shout out to Nicola Dime. We got Mr. Plastic Robot Larry Fagan. Gonzo is the man. Larry, I love you. <laughs> and Gonzo was my proof that I could teach myself to jump higher. <laughs> That's cool, man. Um, yeah, you can. I, I, at one point, I was jumping on rails like up to my my shoulders almost. So, 
jump, cut your legs. <laughs> and you could jump really high. You know, you did a lot of uh, high rails and spots, which yeah, is all of my nemesis, even today. <laughs> When I, when I, like, when I was still younger, like, I think before I developed, like, like real muscle in my legs, I was, like, I would just go fast and try to jump out so I didn't have to jump as high on the way. Okay. Yeah, but, that makes sense. But then you start going to spots where, like, it's just a flat ledge, like, high, and, like, okay, well, I got to learn from the same time. <laughs> right. Oh. Do, okay, you were frozen for a second. Um. All right, now we've got some more much love, Brian Bell. Billy Bell, mad as hell. I actually have an interview with Brian Bell on this channel. Really? I'm in 1999, 98, 98 or 99. I think it was 99, early 99, when he was on the birth tour with Chris Edwards. Really? He came to the skate park in Austin, Texas, and I interviewed him, and that was that same year where I'm you know, later that year we went to stay with him in San Diego and it's on this channel. I'll put a link in the description below. If I remember, if not just search in this channel, the audio is a little messed up because it was next to generator, but it's pretty interesting interview with Brian from 1999 and it was for scum magazine, which was a magazine I did back then. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I was I was like, I interview Brian on the scum magazine and then that would be cool to, to check that. Man. I'll, love to see the I'll go ahead and send that to you personally so you can check it out yeah, um, and then we got shout out to omar and omar was really cool you know i went up there and filmed with him a few times in la such a unique style and now he does art he's like metal working art it's really cool and he, he does art with sheet metal man i, I talked to him i'm a sheet metal worker so i talked to him about it before and then i was like that's badass dude so i'm we're we say we're gonna link we haven't but we'll show you where one day like, yeah, it'd be cool. Probably be interesting for you to see what he does. I know Mike Leaf also has been doing art with metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen like metal a lot or whatever, and he started doing all sorts of. He's doing really well with his artwork with that. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. That's cool. All right, Project Thirty Five says, Gonzo, remember the name Doo Doo Brown? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and yeah, dude, man. Uh, anybody know what's up, man? <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm, yeah. <laughs> and then we got Larry Fagan again. You got to get hung in the next, but he is too shy, lol. So that's what we you said. He's too shy. Yeah, we can make it happen. We'll uh, we'll have to talk to the. Well, I'll, I'll talk to him. I, I don't. I'm, to be honest, I don't know if he'll go for it. He's a he's a quiet dude. You know, he, he keeps to himself. Mm -hmm. You know. I mean, yeah, you well, you know, it doesn't hurt to try, right? No, I would love for it. I would love for him to be honest, man, to get his actual thoughts instead. But yeah, we'll see. Do you know, does he still skate? He hasn't in a while, man. His, uh, he had got, he was skating with the guys. They do um, just box sessions at uh, Gary's Warehouse. And I, I guess he was doing some box sessions there. And then his, his, his ankle was just fucking with him or something like that. He told me he was like, "Man, it hurts a lot. Like I'm not, I can't skate for a while." He's, he's uh, he's put his body through some hell, man. <laughs> so, but from what I know, he hasn't skated in a while. And he's what is he like a doctor or something? He's a pharmacist. He's pharmacist. A pharmacist, man. He he graduated from Berkeley with a bachelor's in molecular biochemistry. 
he just mm-hmm. he's ridiculous. And then he went to pharmacy school too. He's he's good, man. He's doing really well. I'm so proud of him, man. Does he live in LA still? Uh, he lives in San Gabriel Valley, a little outskirt of LA. Okay. But he's still, yeah, he's still, he's still around. There, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to go to his house on Monday, actually. It was crazy. When I was in LA for Blading Cup, you know, last month. So I was there for six days. It's the only time I've ever been to LA where I didn't get stuck in traffic one time. What? That's crazy. Six days. And I, I drove believe. a lot. I don't believe it. <laughs> it happened, I swear. <laughs> All right, and then uh, we've got Lewis says one of the most steez bladers ever. That's you. Thank you. Appreciate that, man. And then Clarence Craxton got to watch a couple Gonzo sections after this. Uh, I will try to post them all below so people could check them out. And I'm sure some people haven't seen some of your skating, some of the newer skaters, younger skaters. So you guys should all, and ladies, should definitely check out Gonzo's skating because, as you can tell from some of these comments, it's worth checking out. Good, guys, man. Thank you. And we've got another legend. Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, that video was dope. Not sure which video, but we'll just say United Front. And here goes. Clarence says, Crash was from start to end was a banger. Top three videos for me. So Clarence has seen your skating before. And Crash was amazing. Clarence, uh, from me and I'm sure from Gonzo. Crash, Crash is amazing. And uh, we got another best style out there. People liking it. Um, and then... Gonzo, come to home base, Boxtown. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Uh, Gary's Warehouse. They have Boxtown sessions. Um, yeah, it, it's it's really like the guys that I like. I grew up skating with. Uh, Noah Say, owner of Project Thirty Five. Um, all the like, a lot of the living guys are there. Um, a lot of LA heads, you know. <laughs> yeah, cool. I think Richard and Dimitri have gone through too. No. I definitely want to spend more time going to those weekly events they have in LA. I want to go back. I was only there for playing a couple of those events, but I'd like to spend like a week or two in LA again. No, you, you're telling me you want to go there, and I'm right here, and I haven't even gone. Dude. So, kind of. It's like going to that I haven't gone. <laughs> but well, I yeah. maybe, maybe this just will motivate you to go. I think so, man. I think so. Maybe it'll, you know. Give me a little kick in the butt to get out there, you know. Yeah. And then we have a question for Gonzo. All money in? I'm not oh. sure what it means. Yeah, this. Ah, okay. And what is yeah. that? It's uh Nipsey Hustle's um company. It's called All Money In, um, No Money Out. <laughs> so uh, I'm a big Nipsey Hustle fan. I I, I loved his music. And uh, plus, I work with my hands, so everything that I do with my hands is all money in. Plus, I think just the, the way you go about life, if you're going to do something, you do it full force, you go all money in, all bets in, you know? That's the way I think about it. Cool. Good answer. And good catching that, Launder. Uh, 
Not a question, but a memory. Scott, take off my skates. Do you know what he's talking about? Yeah. Uh, don't hit their face. <laughs> You're like, it was it was the somebody hit their face. I forget who it was. So they 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 told Scott, they're like, Are you okay? He's like, I hit my face. And but I don't know why in the in the, in the audio of it, it just sounded hilarious. They're like, Are you it's a clip and only he's gonna know unless you've seen the clip. That's that's a that's an insider right there. <laughs> I don't I remember what video it was in. If it was in a video, I forget. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember that. I remember the clip. Well, we'll see. We'll see if we can track it down. Next question, bro from Bro Boss. What's your go-to feel good at the end of the day trick that you're like, I'm going home, bro? Um, not a go-to trick. I think it would be like one that like I was trying maybe struggling with, and then you just land it, and not just land it. Like when you come off, kind of like you know the landing is solid and everything. You're like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm going home after this. Like. <laughs> Like, there's no go-to trick for that. It's one that you were trying, and you handled it, and you're like, all right, I got it. I'm going to go home. I'm good. I can sit down. Because I've done that. I felt that feeling, man. That, that's that's cool, bro, boss. Like, uh, I've, I've had that feeling. But, like, I landed this, and I, I would go literally go sit down, take my skates off. I'm, I'm good. You guys finish skating. You guys, I'm just going to kick it. <laughs> so, yeah. So I have another question for you. During a session, there's a, a trick you're trying to do and you just can't do it, and you're not going to do it. What what's what? At what point do you just say that's it? Um, for me, I, I was stubborn, man. So I would keep going, keep going until like I felt like my body was like either too bruised up or I had like nothing else to give. So I, then that's the point I'd be like, all right, like I'm done, you know, like because you. Try a trick and like I almost got it. I almost got it. And like it's getting closer. But if you still if you're trying it, trying it, trying it, and you feel it kind of like it's not getting closer, it's kind of getting like worse. And then like I'm done. Like I'm just beating my, my body up for no reason. I'm not gonna get it today. You know, I'll get it tomorrow. I'll get it the next day. Let me let me go think about this later. Like um I would do a lot of mental things with that, like later. Like I would leave and I would just sit at home and be like, maybe if I like tweak my foot this way if i try to whip my foot like this and then i could land it or something like that like you know the, the battle didn't end that day it, it kept going on to the night i'm uh, i overthink a lot <laughs> that's understandable now here's another question not about skating but gonzo been a while great to hear you've been doing well your nfl team adam man beast beast man uh He's this dude does drop rails without warming up, man. Double kick drop rail, no problem. Adam Kelly, he's in Untitled. He's beast of a dude. How's it been, Adam? I haven't seen you in a while, man. You know, I know we still message here and there. NFL team, never had an NFL team to be honest until the Rams came to back to LA. So now I always support LA teams. I'm LA native, LA dude. That's all I support, no matter what. So Rams, Rams, LA. And I don't, I don't really follow football, dude. But didn't Chargers move to LA? They did, but the Rams are cool. So. <laughs> I know that pissed off like all the San Diego skaters when they yeah. moved there. 
Now, we got a question from Eric. How did you learn to skate in ball sit-down style? <laughs> um, I think, well, because just because, I mean, I'm a little dude, I'm a smaller guy. Um, I learned from watching other other little guys, man. Like like John Julio always sat down. He he's not quite as small as like like Louie or like me, you know, but um but he always he sat down on his tricks. Ernie Ramos, one of the biggest influences with me that I actually skated with. He he sat down on a lot of his tricks, smaller dude. Um it's just I think it just comes natural to like some of us smaller guys, I guess it's easier. You know, but uh, I don't know, man. I didn't, I didn't really try. Like, it's easier to balance like that. <laughs> like, you sit on the top, so you, you can sit your butt on your on your sofa, and you know, it's easier to balance. So I just ended up doing it in my tricks like that. I don't know. <laughs> and it looks really good. It's like a really cool, clean style. Uh, so it actually worked out really well for you. Now, Sergio asks... Which we covered this. He said, I remember you had a signature pro USD Drycon skate. Why did you get a classic throne? Never seen you in Drycon, so always wondered what that was about. So I, we touched on this in the interview. If you want to do a little rundown again on why that is. Uh, um, I, I don't, I'm not sure if they were, uh, I asked for a throne, but uh, I'm not sure if they were just trying to promote like the Drycon at that time or what. Um, you know, I. It's it's not the the pro the pro model I wanted, but I was just so like thankful and grateful that I was able to get a pro skate. So I was like, it's cool, like I'll take it, not a big deal. You know? Yeah, I still I still got to to you know play with the color scheme of it and like design the way my name is gonna be on. I used like Dodger like logo for it's a Gonzo and there's an LA on it too. So I mean I still I still got to design it and that was that was fun. I have a pair, you know, brand new in the box and never touched. I've never skated them, but you know, so thank and you. And you never ever actually skated them anyway, right? Even when you had them? No, nah, never skated them. Never. I just skated my, my thrones. That's that, that was that's my love. That's, <laughs> world, that's the love of my life. Classic thing, right? <laughs> so, I mean it's a great skate. And uh like I said, it's available again, which is pretty cool. Uh and do you still have all your pro wheels that you had? Yeah, I have I have a pair of every pro wheel I ever got. I have a pair of pro frames that I got. My my pro skate. Um, it's actually they're, they're all at my mom's house, man. <laughs> she has them tucked away from me, like right there, probably collecting dust, but still in good hands. But I still have a pair of all that. I, I have one pair of everything that I ever had my name on it. I have a pair of it, just so I have it for memories, you know. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, I know a lot of people didn't keep their stuff, so and now it's like a lot of that stuff is. Uh, it was funny. I think Rainier didn't have a pop. He didn't have a pair of his frames. Rainier Paramount, he got he got a, a pair of Kaiser frames, and he didn't have them. And then when I was on tour in Poland with head on, actually, I think it was head on. I I bought a pair of his frames because I had them, there, and I brought them home to you guys. So, that's you're really welcome. cool. You're welcome, man. <laughs> All right, looks like we're running out of questions people have. So this is going to be the last call for questions. If you have any questions for Gonzo, go ahead and post them in the chat. Um, we've got 
Project 35 mentioned Connor Hollywood High. Uh, is there a story with Hollywood uh, High Connor? Uh, I uh, remember Connor, he grabbed the Hollywood High ledge in 549. That was an entitled. We have that clip and entitled. The Oblivion video. I don't know if we have that online. Oblivion video untitled. Check it out if you guys haven't seen it. You know, that's one of my favorite videos that my crew made ever. You probably even have to search like perception, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I'll try to find it. I'll see if I can dig it out. It was a Quatsin made that? Quatsin made it, yeah. That's that's why I mean when you asked me about about filming for a video, that was the most memorable for me because uh, you know, one of my, my best friends, Quatsin, he was he filming it, you know, he uh he edited everything, like, and we we gave our all for that video. We, we premiered it at, at Drew Backrack's uh, his little studio that he had in downtown. Actually. Yeah, I was there. I was there for that premiere. Oh, you were? Yeah, I was there. I don't know. Pretty sure I was there. Yeah, yeah. Drew, yeah. I did went to all the stuff that Drew did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good video, man. If you, if you guys haven't seen it, check it out. Yeah, and if, if it's online, maybe we can get Quatsin to upload it so people can check it out. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I hit him up. And, um, and it says Connor hit his face. It's when Connor hit his face at Hollywood High. Um, and then Steve Cortez, that's my dog. Oh yeah, Steve, what's up, man? There's the uh, RBC crew, Steve. And then much love, homie. Hope to see you soon. So that looks like we've come to the end of our questions, Gonzo. I really appreciate everyone who came out here for episode 22 of the Den and Outblading podcast with Gonzo. And if you enjoyed this interview, make sure and hit the like button, subscribe to this channel if you haven't already, and hit the bell icon to be notified of all new uploads. I have links in the description below to my social media, to Gonzo's social media, to his Instagram, to Gonzo's sections, and all sorts of stuff pertaining to this interview. And if you do like this channel and you like this podcast, you can support it on Patreon. I have a link in the description below as well. It's just patreon.com slash then and now waiting. Now, Gonzo, I really appreciate you coming on. It's been really great talking to you. Uh, we got rid of that. It's nice to catch up with people I haven't talked to in such a long time. Yeah. And, you know, you're always someone who I really like loved your skating and you were always a really nice kid. Cause back when I knew you, you were still like a kid. Yeah, I was a kid yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but always a pleasure. And it's great to see that you're doing well. You have a family life seems like it's good. So that's really cool. It is, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Uh, man, I, I, I was nervous as hell for this. <laughs> I haven't addressed the world in a long time, man. To even be considered for this is an honor. I, I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And yeah, it was really great. I'm going to try to, I'd like to get some, uh, you know, other Bolivian people on the podcast, even if it's not, maybe we can get caught scene and talk about some videos and filming back in the day. Would be yeah. really cool, uh, because, you know, with this show, I'm trying to mainly connect with people that I have a history with through filming. Um, and just you know no through skating so uh that's definitely cool so i want to thank every single one of you for joining us 
for episode 22 of the Dungeon Albany podcast with Gonzo. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you, everybody, man. And we'll see you next time. Episode 23. Take care, everyone.